Today is Monday, July the 25th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. On today's show, it feels good good to be good good as GG Jackson officially announces his commitment to the University of South Carolina. Guys, I will give my full reaction, my thoughts, and what it means for Lamont Paris and Gamecocks basketball moving forward. Also, guys, we continue along the 2022 opponent preview series on today's show. We're talking South Carolina's week four opponent, the Charlotte 49ers. Guys, I'll break down the 49ers in their entirety, including their head coach, how they fared a season ago, their best returning players on offense and defense, and I'll give my overall outlook for UNCC as well as that matchup at Williams-Brice Stadium. Also, guys, we got news and notes to get into your listener questions. We have got a packed show for you here on this Monday. And, of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at SeatGeek. Go download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. And when you do, use the promo code SPURSUP to get $20 off your first purchase of any purchase of $50 or more. Guys, whatever you need tickets to, they have got it, whether it be Gamecock sporting events, concerts, comedy club events. They've also got what's called a deal score. So when you go to their website or on their app, you're going to see the ticket. You're going to see where you're sitting, how much you're paying. So you're going to know, right? They're going to give you that score and you'll know, am I overpaying? Am I getting the most bang for my buck? So you're going to have all the confidence you need when you click that buy button that you are saving the most money possible. So again, guys, our friends over at SeatGeek, go download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. And when you do use that promo code spurs up that's s-p-r-s-u-p to save twenty dollars off your first purchase of any purchase of fifty dollars or more let's get it we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Michael Scott once said, my oh my, how the turn tables. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, happy Monday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show. As always, what a weekend it was. We have got a packed show for you a lot 
to get into. And first things first, I hope this show does find you well, no matter where you are, what you are doing. A lot of exciting things to get into here on this Monday. First things first, though, guys, I, I first want to say thank you all so much because just a couple of days ago, obviously, we launched our brand new Beamer Ball Rally Towels, which, of course, are still on sale at TSUS.com. Store. Well, in case you missed it yesterday on social media, I made the announcement and I want to let you all know and again say thank you for all of your love and support in regards to the merchandise side of the business and specifically these towels because we had our first run of 100 towels, right, which isn't a crazy amount, but I just wanted to see, okay, what's the reception going to be? What's the feedback going to be? And how many will we sell? Well, I am very happy to say that after selling about 20 or 25 towels at our first TSUS tour event on last Thursday at Carolina Ale House in Somerville, we have officially sold out of our allotment of towels that we got. I got, I picked these things up on Thursday afternoon as of Sunday morning. We have sold out, and there are more orders pending as well. We've already got our next batch printed up, and I will be picking those up this week. But, guys, I want to say thank you so much, man. The reception's been absolutely incredible. Cannot wait to see these waving all around Columbia and, of course, at Williams-Brice Stadium. And, again, I just appreciate you guys so much. And, and the reception's been incredible. And, again, I continue – I expect it to continue uh, to, to, to continue at a torrid pace. Obviously, we'll have these towels, the koozies, of course, at all of our tour – uh, locations. Our tour stops this Thursday, of course. We are in Myrtle Beach, Carolina Alehouse, Myrtle Beach on Thursday night. Everything gets going at six o'clock. Would love to see you guys out there. But I uh, just wanted to say thank you, man, again, with the support, the love on the merchandise side of the business. Those towels are absolutely flying right now. And we've got more in production. I'm going to make sure we get a couple of hundred, if you will, you know, definitely a lot more as we get closer to game day and we get to the season. I know those things are going to continue to sell like crazy. And it just speaks to the love and support and the way that you guys rock with the brand and the business, man. So thank you all so much. They are still available. TSUS.store. Get your orders in now so that you've got your Beamer ball towels by kickoff. Guys, it's just 40 days away. Guys, also a couple other quick updates, reminders, if you will. Do not forget today, if you are hearing this early in the morning or really no matter what time you are hearing it, beginning today, right? We announced this a couple of weeks ago. Steven Garcia, former Gamecocks quarterback, joining the Daily Crow each and every single Monday. The time specifically when he will be on will most likely vary, but today specifically 12.15 to 12.45, there'll be about 25 or 30-minute spots, but Steven Garcia each and every single Monday will be on the Daily Crow, which airs noon to two on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Steven Garcia will be coming on with us, talking ball, shooting the shit, doing whatever he wants to do. It's Steven Garcia, guys. You never know what the conversation, where it might go, uh, but really excited to have Steven on all throughout the football season, and that begins today. Again, every single Monday throughout the end of football season, beginning today, we will have Steven Garcia on the airwaves, and uh, I, I will let you guys know exactly wh what time he'll be jumping on, but I think 1215 to 1245, kind of that might be his slot every single Monday, but really excited, and I know that's going to be content that is going to be some of the best content, not just Gamecocks content on the internet, but college football content you can find every single Monday and appreciate Stephen doing this. Guys, on that note, a TDC update. There will be no TDC on Thursday due to hitting the road to travel to Myrtle Beach for our tour event. And then Friday, I'm unsure because I will be staying in Myrtle Beach Thursday night. 
We might just turn Friday into a beach day. If I can find somewhere that would be cool to do TDC from, I might do that Friday live in Myrtle Beach, but I'm not 110% sure. If we do not do TDC, we might do like a Twitter spaces or just something unique, something different, but I'm just not 100% sure. But I can tell you with 100% certainty, no TDC on Thursday. And finally, guys, to make up for it, there will be four podcast this week instead of three (laughs) and the reason is this because when I was creating my preseason content schedule and and I was putting everything in and the opponent preview series and our position at previews and just everything we do in the preseason somehow I did not have enough slots by one or enough podcasts by one so I was thinking about on today's show combining the Charlotte and the SC State shows just because I'm like you know those are smaller opponents but I felt like you know what I I, want to give each game its own show. I want to give each game the attention it deserves. So we will be adding a podcast to the slate this week. There will be four podcasts. We'll drop shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. So you've got three straight days of podcasts, um, but this will be just a one-time thing. Of course, next week we'll be back to the normal Monday, Wednesday, Friday. The schedule will be back to normal. Uh, And then one final thing, guys. You probably saw it on social media yesterday, but the season simulation series will get going this week. Sunday, we'll do that via NCAA Football 14. We've got the college football revamp mod, the updated rosters. Thanks to my friends over at SG1 Sports. Uh, So really excited for that. I know that's always a really popular piece of content over the next four weeks. Starting on Sunday, it'll be Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We'll do three games a week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, all at 7 o'clock. Again, the full schedule has been released on social media. All right, so with all that behind us, guys, let's get into the massive News of the weekend as G.G. Jackson, right? It was one of the worst kept secrets on the internet, and it had been rumored for quite some time after he decommitted from North Carolina that he would end up being a Gamecock. Well, now, folks, it is official. G.G. Jackson has committed to the University of South Carolina, and it cannot be overstated how massive of a pickup this is and what it means for South kind of basketball as they begin this new era under Lamont Paris. I mean, you think about the struggles that Carolina has had keeping big-time in-state talent to stay home, right? We see so many of the best players leave and go to different SEC schools. They go to different Blue Bloods. They go to the Dukes, the UNCs, the Kansases, wherever they might go. For Gigi Jackson, who could have went anywhere, obviously, guys, could have went anywhere, the number one player in America, right? He is reclassifying. He will enroll at South Carolina. He will play this season, and he will be a one-and-done for the Gamecocks to land that type of player. For what I really think and what's impressive is Lamont Paris, the fact that he was able to build this relationship with Gigi Jackson, right? And Lamont Paris has not had the job for very long. The fact he was able to come in and build – enough of a relationship to draw him to Columbia and get him to stay home. You know, I know a lot of us are very unsure on Lamont Paris and what the Lamont Paris era is going to look like. There were a lot of folks, a lot of folks that were upset that Frank Martin got fired and got done the way he was done or what have you, and that he did not return. Either way, it is a new era of South Carolina basketball, and for it to get started in this way, and now they've got to add some pieces around him, right? I think picking up one or two more guys would be beneficial, but it's not even really about this year. You know, of course, the question now moves to how do the expectations change in year one of the Paris era because you pick up a guy like Gigi Jackson who, guys, I look at it as sort of the equivalent of like picking up a LeBron James if you're an NBA team, right? In the sense of 
You know, I, I don't want to overstate and say, well, you know, Gigi Jackson's going to get him to the Sweet 16 or something crazy. But, like, I think this is a guy that if he is really as good as they all say he is, which by all accounts, he is that good. He really is that guy. You feel like he's someone who should be able to transform you from not a very good basketball team to at minimum, at minimum putting you in contention for the postseason, and you should be – in some sort of postseason. Also, guys, if nothing else, even if you're not a big basketball fan, I'm sure there's some of you tuned in right now that, you know, you're sort of meh on the basketball program. You're locked in on football right now. If nothing else, Gigi Jackson wearing the garnet and black, it makes South Carolina basketball must-see TV. And it's been a really, really long time since we could say that, right? I said that about the Frank Martin era. Frank Martin's biggest problem, it wasn't they weren't winning a ton of games. It was the fact that it was the same thing year after year after year, over and over and over, and it got boring, it got stale, and people were not invested anymore. People were not interested. The apathy had set in. So to get G.G. Jackson, obviously what he means on the floor, he's going to make the Gamecocks immensely better. It is a huge notch on the belt for Lamont Paris. And what this pickup means, I mean, this is a pickup. You should be feeling the effects of this for years to come because what it will say to all these prospects, especially again, the plan is you're going to get GG on campus. He's going to have a great season. You're going to get the most out of him and he's going to go to the league. That is something you can sell, right guys? That's something you can sell to all these recruits and all these prospects. Like, Hey, you don't have to go to UNC. You don't have to go to Duke. You don't have to go to Kansas. You don't have to go to these blue bloods and leave the great state of South Carolina. You can stay right here at home. You can build something special here. Hey, you can show these prospects, by the way, this season that Gamecock fans will show up and support a winner. They'll support a team with star power on it. You can come here. You can be that star. You can play in the SEC, which is improving yearly in regards to being a great basketball conference. You can stay at home and you can achieve all those great things. And also, hey, you can win too. And you can play in a beautiful venue for a great coach. So uh, Lamont Paris, again, I, I know it's been a mixed bag of reviews in regards to how will he fare at South Carolina. And I know there's many folks out there that, you know, are still, they're going to be skeptical because they are Frank Martin stands and they are holding a grudge because they're still upset that Frank Martin's not the coach in Columbia. I say this, guys, put your grudges away. Put your pitchforks down. Everybody buy in and get behind Lamont Paris because he's obviously doing great things if he's able to get a guy like Gigi Jackson to step foot on campus in Columbia, South Carolina. So a much, much needed shot in the arm for the South Carolina basketball program, picking up for the first time in its history the top-rated prospect in all of college basketball recruiting. Uh, I'm just a huge pickup, a huge pickup. Again, a huge notch on the belt for Lamont Paris and this is something I think we'll be feeling the impacts for a very very long time when it comes to recruiting because basketball is just like football right guys it's the it's the name of the game recruiting is everything it's the lifeblood of your program it's about getting the best players and when you can land a guy like Gigi Jackson I think it just shows again if you can get the most out of him and he has a great year and he's the number one pick or he's one of the top picks in the NBA draft and everyone is going to see that Gamecock logo when he gets picked I mean, I think it's massive. I think it's massive, and this will be going into this season. I would be willing to say it'll be the most excitement surrounding South Carolina basketball since probably the year following the Final Four. Uh, and again, it's just a much-needed shot in the arm for a basketball team that, guys, let's be honest, before Gigi Jackson's commitment, I think most people were looking at this basketball season. If they were even giving any attention to basketball, they were looking at this basketball season and saying, this might be a 10 or 12 win team. It's going to be a rocky year. We might win two or three games in conference play. Now, all of a sudden, 
right? The supporting cast may not be great, but the fact of the matter is this. You have arguably the best player, at least one of the best players in college basketball on your team now. So what can Lamont Paris do with it? That'll be really interesting for this upcoming 2022-2023 season. But again, just massive for the program, a much-needed shot in the arm, a notch on the belt for Lamont Paris. And if you weren't fired up by the Lamont Paris era before, I think now is the time to get fired up and get excited and cannot wait to see G.G. Jackson sport that garnet in black and just see the contributions he makes, not just this year, but for the future of this basketball program moving forward. So, guys, we'd love to hear your thoughts on G.G. Jackson. What do you think? How excited are you that he picked South Carolina? I know many people for weeks, man, were just – skeptical and you know a lot a lot of a lot of old school a lot of old head gamecocks that have been beaten battered and bruised and they they just they've just you know they've been through it right they've been dragged to the mud and they're like they, they almost believe that like good things can't happen to us right good things aren't meant to happen to us there's no way gg jackson's coming to carolina it's all smoke we're gonna get let down we're gonna get our hearts broken again it's it's like you know asking that girl out on a date or asking the girl to the prom and you keep getting denied denied it's like it finally happened, boys. It finally, she finally said yes. She finally said yes. We're finally the bride and not the bridesmaid, if you will. I think that's how the saying goes. Either way, it's official and it's happening. GG Jackson going to be wearing the garnet and black. Cannot wait to see it. All right, let's move off the hardwood and onto the gridiron as we continue along the 2022 opponent preview series. Guys, today's show, we're talking the Gamecocks week four opponent. The Charlotte 49ers, as the schedule really hits a different a different type of vibe and a different type of feel, right? You open up with three tough games, I'd say. Georgia State, Arkansas, Georgia, three very physical games. Now you get in these next two games, which, again, we're talking today and tomorrow. Charlotte and SC State, both games at home, a little bit easier competition, games that you feel like you should be able to, quote-unquote, lick your wounds and should be able to work on some things, sharpen some things and have some fun. Of course, guys, the Gamecocks play Charlotte Saturday, September the 24th at Williams-Brice Stadium. This is the first ever meeting between the two schools. Uh, last year, UNCC went 5-7, and 3-5 and five in conference. And of course, guys, UNCC has not existed for all that long. Um, they have not been a program for very long at all. Um, so again, they're still looking to build up there in the Queen City. Their head coach, Will Healy, who's done a pretty good job, he's, he's coming into his fourth season. He's 14 and 17 overall. Again, just missed out on a bowl game last year, but uh, they've done a really good job. Like I said, to think about, they started their program just a couple of years ago. They had a really, really good 2019 season, and they're really trying to build off of that success they had just a couple seasons back. Again, guys, like we mentioned, five and seven, three and five last year. You look at how they fared a season ago. We'll go through the schedule. They actually opened up the season, which this really, by the way, how can Duke be this bad in football? They beat Duke to open the year, 31-28. to 28. They then beat Gardner-Webb, lost to Georgia State, the Gamecocks' week one opponent by a final score of 20-9. to nine. Uh, They then beat Middle Tennessee State, lost at Illinois 24-14, to 14, beat FIU, lost to Florida Atlantic 38-9, lost to Western Kentucky, then bounced back for a win against Rice in overtime by a final score of 31-24 before losing their final three games. They had to win one of the last three to get the bowl eligibility and could not do it. Lost three straight to La Tech, Marshall, and Old Dominion. So again, they will look to bounce back and uh, try to get to a bowl game in Will Healy's fourth season when you look at their weapons guys their best returning players on offense and defense will start on the offensive side of the football you know they returned two great weapons on the outside and senior Victor Tucker and their leading receiver from a season ago the junior Grant DeBose 
They got a couple of solid backs coming back, but really it begins with their quarterback, a dual threat weapon in Chris Reynolds. And you look at his stats from a season ago, 215 for 337, 2,684 yards, 26 touchdowns and nine interceptions on the season. Again, guys, a dual threat guy, and he is their leader and the thing that really makes that offense go. You look at the best returning player on defense. You got to look on the line of scrimmage. Their defensive end, Marquis Watts. Last season, 61 total tackles and six sacks. He is that guy on the edge that really sets the tone. Where's number zero, by the way? So I feel like if you wear number zero, you got to be a pretty good football player. Either way, the stats speak for themselves, and he was able to lead that defense last year. A defense that did struggle, but he had good individual statistics and had a pretty good season. When you look at the overall outlook of Charlotte, guys, they got 14 starters back, eight on offense, and six on defense. And again, moving to the offensive side, they're led by a veteran dual-threat quarterback in Chris Reynolds. And guys, you think his stats last year were good, get this. He's the school's all-time passing leader. And again, we're talking about a UNC Charlotte program that hasn't existed that long. But still, all-time passing leader with 7,726 yards and 62 touchdowns. And that's entering this year. Again, he can also do it with his legs. And he is the guy that really makes this engine go, makes the car run for the 49ers. You look on the outside again, Grant DeBose last year at 62 catches for 892 yards and six touchdowns. And they were pretty good offensively a season ago. I mean, 27.2 points per game, um, you know, threw the ball for 253 yards per game, 403 yards per game overall. So not bad, not great, but not bad. They, that offense was certainly their strength because when you look at the defensive side, they've got a lot to replace and they've got a lot to replace from a defense that guys, it was not very good last year. 34 points per game, which was 114th nationally. They gave up 204 yards per game on the ground and 260 yards per game through the air. All of the defensive stats rank outside of the top 100. And again, they basically got to replace half of that defense from a season ago. Here's a really interesting stat via our friends over at Athlon Sports, their magazine, 0.411. And what the stats is, is that Charlotte's defense ranked 129th in passing efficiency allowed, averaging 0.411 EPA per pass. The 49ers fell victim to the big play, allowing 70 three plays of 20 plus yards the second highest number in the nation I don't know who gave up more than 73 but my goodness that had to be the worst defense in all of college football but you read all that and you feel like South Carolina should be able to score in this game and when you look at the dynamic of the matchup guys you know this is a game that's all about South Carolina and I think this game will certainly come at a really good time after three really physical matchups to start the year like I mentioned against State Arkansas and Georgia my big question for Carolina is this. What is the mood of USC entering this ballgame, right? Because if you can start the year two and one, even if you come off a tough loss to Georgia or Georgia gets the better of you or they have their way with you, you know, for most of the day, whatever, right? If you start the year two and one, I think you're still going to be riding pretty high going into this game and you're going to feel pretty optimistic about the outlook of your season. If the Gamecocks are one and two, which is very, very possible, right? Does South Carolina come into this ball game with the right attitude? Again, this is a game that's all about the Gamecocks. They're more talented top to bottom. This should not be a close game. I think we all know that. Really, it's going to be two weeks in a row where we're going to get a test of, hey, 
What's the coaching like? Can, can the coaching get this team up and ready to play and excited to play against a lesser opponent, right? But I just wonder, you know, those first three weeks, I, I could see a South Carolina team coming out a little bit beat up, obviously, right? You've, you've gotten up so much for, you know, it's going to be a really emotional game. The last two games or the first or weeks two and week three, they're going to be two really emotional games. Are the Gamecocks able to, because we've seen South Carolina for so many years, play down to the level of their competition. Can South Carolina avoid that? How do the Gamecocks, this is my final point, guys, how do the Gamecocks avoid that quote-unquote sluggish start and take care of business? Because I could see it, right? You come out in this one like, oh, it's just Charlotte. You know, we were, you know, especially if you're two and one, like, oh, we're two and one. We beat Arkansas. We played Georgia tough, just lowly Charlotte. We'll just roll our helmets out there. And, you know, even if you do that, it's probably a game that you will win. But, guys, we've talked before, style points matter. And, and this is one you really need to flex your muscles and really get on a roll because these next two games, Charlotte and SC State, will be really, really important in regards to, you know, sharpening things up, you know, executing on the fundamentals, again, really establishing, continuing to establish your identity. And, and again, just sharpening up everything that you, you know, improving on your weaknesses because after Charlotte and SC State, you will have Kentucky. And by that point, that is really going to be a point where your season, I think, will go one of two ways. And you need to be playing your best football going into that game. And it starts with this game against Charlotte. You don't just need to win. Guys, it's not just about winning. You need to win big. You need to win and look impressive doing it. That's going to be the biggest difference between year one of the Beamer era and year two of the Beamer era. Hey, you might go seven and five. You might even go six and six, but it's about how you're winning games, right? How you're winning games. And we saw South Carolina last year struggle against East Carolina. They struggled against Troy. They struggled against Vandy, right? That cannot be the case again this year. Charlotte's a game you should win. You will win. It's all the all the biggest storylines by it's about by how much do you win, right? You need to flex your muscles. You need to really get momentum built, build confidence, get this offense especially clicking. That's what these two games and the, the game, of course, today, Charlotte, we're talking about, and the game that we'll talk about tomorrow, SC State. That's what these two games serve as as opportunities for this football team to continue to find their identity work on the fundamentals and build confidence and build momentum going into a really tough final stretch and back half of the 2022 schedule. So guys, that's my full breakdown of the game against Charlotte and the Charlotte 49ers as a whole. What are your thoughts on that week four matchup against UNCC guys, before we get into our listener questions to get out of here, a couple of quick news and notes to get into just wrapping up from sec media days last week uh in case you missed it on friday south Carolina was picked to finish fifth in the sec east by the media you know i was a little surprised they were picked to finish behind florida but the gators are going to get the benefit of the doubt they have tradition they have you know you know they, they 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 people feel like florida still has talent and i think florida has talent as well what does it really mean guys i mean if you really put all that much stock into the what the media thinks somebody picked Vanderbilt to win the SEC East and to win the entire SEC. So how much do those picks really matter? I would say none at all. But either way, Gamecocks picked to finish fifth in the East. Also, four Gamecocks were named to the media's preseason all SEC team. Both Zach Pickens and Cam Smith named to the second team, and then Josh Van and Jaheim Bell named to the third team. And guys, I'll say this. I have no problem with those selections. I, again, it, it's all just for content. It's all just for picks. Uh, if you want respect, go earn it. Go ball out. Go beat an Arkansas week two. Go beat a Kentucky week six. 
There are ways to earn respect, and it all happens on the field. So just go do that. Um, guys, when we get out of here, we got two quick questions. Barrett B08 says, what do you think about our chances to land Montique Rames? I think they're pretty good from what I'm hearing. I actually like the odds for South Carolina to land his services. And then Barrett B08 again, do you think we see Joiner in a Wildcat set as early as week two? Yeah, why not? Why not? I mean, I mean, listen, the goal is to score as many points as possible. And I think a guy like the carry on Joiner can help you do that in some unique packages and just the things that he can do. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how they use him. I, I do hope there's some packages in there for him to play some quarterback. And again, I don't know if it's going to be like a true, he's going to be throwing the football, but just to switch things up, you know, if there's something you need to change a pace or, or what have you, and you have a package where it can work and he can get you some first downs and he can make some big plays. Why not, man? I mean, again, the goal is to get the absolute most out of the offense and after the bowl game. I mean, I think you got to agree. I think you got to think that, uh, you know, he's a guy that needs to be out there to give South Carolina a chance to score the most points possible. Guys, we're going to get out of here. Before we do that, I want to tell you about our friends uh, really quickly. Over at Price Picks with the football season upcoming, I know you guys love to gamble. You love to bet on spreads, over-unders, totals, futures, all that good stuff. Let's make some money and break the bookie. Why not bet on prop totals? You can with our friends over at Price Picks. Go download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Guys, Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game in the market focused around prop total entries. Here's how it works. You pick two to five players, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. Price Picks allows mixed sport entries. So, for example, you can take the over on Spencer Rattler passing yards, parlay with the under on Patrick Mahomes passing yards, parlay with... NBA, NHL, MLB, all that good stuff. You can play all the sports at once. And also, guys, like I mentioned before, how many other books do you know that have prop plays on college athletics? I can't think of any. Price Picks also is a slick, easy-to-use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And, guys, they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. Again, guys, that's our friends over at Price Picks. Go download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TSUS at sign up to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. And again, we appreciate our friends over at Price Picks for their love and support of the Spurs Up show. Guys, again, thank you all so much for tuning in. Like I said, four podcasts this week instead of three. So content truly bleeding out of the eyeballs as we continue to count down the days until toe meets leather at Williams-Brice Stadium. Folks, I'm out of here. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Appreciate you all, and we will talk to you all tomorrow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you